Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey there, welcome to episode 62 of the Building Heroes Podcast. This time seemed to be going really fast for you, too. I mean, it's like almost Christmas and like the end of the year. <laughs> Where does it go? It's the holidays. But I have to say, one thing I love about the holidays is all the lights. I know not everybody celebrates Christmas, but there's other holidays too, like Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. And lights are still involved with those too. So we watch the world light up at this time of year. And we use those candles and Christmas lights or colorful lights you know, to light up the world at this time. Do you love light too? Maybe you do. One reason why I started Building Heroes Academy is because I wanted to make learning really interesting and fun, not only for the kids, but for the parents too. Because too often when we're learning about the academics, we're just like, just learn it. You just have to know this. And the kids are like, why do we need to know this? But Learning, true learning, is actually really fascinating because all the subjects are interconnected. And when we can connect knowledge to ourselves and and have epiphanies and make those cool connections by discovering the truths and the principles, it makes learning really exciting. So that's what I want to do today with the science of light. And how does that connect with our own lives, right? So Albert Einstein once said... Everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. And that's a really deep quote, and you can ponder on that one, but we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more here today, too. Now, I know many people are kind of scared off by science, but, I mean, Einstein said it. Learning these laws of science, of nature, and of God, it's going to help us in our own lives because it helps us learn how things really work and how to apply it in our own lives. Now, maybe you haven't really studied light much since high school, or or maybe you've pulled it into your homeschool, and that's been fun to you. Um, But that's what we're going to explore in this podcast. And even if you're not really into science, light is a very fascinating topic. And this is a topic that I've been studying for some years. And, you know, it never really gets old to me. So let's just dive into that science of light and how that connects to us. Okay, so number one, light is a wave. And what that means is that it can expand or radiate out in all directions. So you've probably thrown a rock in the water, of course, and you can see when you throw the rock into the water how it expands out in the concentric circles. It radiates out, right? And of course, light can do the same thing, like when you turn on a light bulb. Now, I mentioned earlier that holidays, um, you know, this is the darkest time of the year, but we, we're using light as part of that celebration, right? Um, so interestingly, if you think about it, most of these holidays are rooted in some religious beliefs. And virtually all religions have this concept that... Um, believe that in some way or another that humans have light within them, right? So for example, Hinduism, in Hinduism, they use the word namaste, 
as a greeting when you meet another human being, because that means I salute the, the divine within you or the light within you. And in my Christian religion, we believe that every human being was born with light within them. We call it the light of Christ. So this is intriguing if we know that light expands out and radiates in all directions, right? So people can be like that light that we turn on in a dark room. Now there's plenty, there's probably gonna be plenty more connections that you can make between light and religion. I'm just gonna give you a few to get started here. So, and philosophy even, even though Einstein says it's physics, which it is, right? It's all interconnected. Cool, huh? Okay, so number two, fact about light is that waves, we know light is a wave, but waves need a medium to travel through. So like the waves travel through the water when you threw the rock in, um, or maybe you've made a wave with a rope or whatever, but really a medium is just something physical to carry the wave in, okay? So how does light move through what seems like the air, the empty space? Well, um, just to try and simplify this a little bit, you know, we know that the earth has magnetic field and there's also an electric field. We can have magnetic waves in a magnetic field, an electric wave in an electric field, right? But this is where it gets super cool. When you have a changing electric field, it will create a magnetic field. And when you have a changing magnetic field, it will create an electric field. Waves cause changes in a field. So what are you gonna get? The magnetic waves are gonna create this electric field and electric waves are gonna create a magnetic field. And so they basically are propagating each other, right? It's kind of like a, it just spreads, right? So light is electromagnetic waves. And so it doesn't actually need a medium other than the air because in a sense, the electromagnetic waves are its own medium and because they keep propagating each other. So very cool. Um, so in the New Testament, it says, let your light so shine before these people that they may see your good works and glorify your father who's in heaven. And so in other words, as we do good and love others, then our light spreads out to others. It's propagating to others. Now I'm certain you have met people who shine their light. You, you didn't see the light necessarily on them, right? But you could definitely feel it. Okay, so number three point here. We know that light is an electromagnetic wave, but we can't see all the electromagnetic waves because there's a whole spectrum, right? Um, all of these electromagnetic waves travel at the same speed, which is pretty cool when you think about that. Um, they travel at the speed of light, okay? So that's why we call them all light in the electromagnetic spectrum. But they do interact differently with matter and they have different frequencies, right? So the waves include from radio waves, microwaves, infrared waves. These are tongue twisters, you guys. And then we have visible light waves and then the ultraviolet waves, X-rays, gamma rays, okay? So that's kind of the spectrum of the waves. Now, of course, we can't see them, but they're definitely there, okay? And they can interact with each other. So the other day, my husband was playing Christmas music, and he was casting it from his phone to the Bluetooth speaker. So he's sending these radio waves through the air to the Bluetooth speaker, right? Then I start making dinner, and I put something in the microwave, turn it on, and that uses microwaves. Well, those waves 
were interacting or in the air. Well, interfering is really what they were doing because the microwave messed up the radio waves. The music got really choppy and intermittent and um, kind of they interacted with each other that way. Now those waves can also bend around corners. My husband was sitting in a totally different room with his phone. Um, and so we just know there's these waves in the air and they can interact with matter, even those waves that we can't see. Um, because like in the microwave, those microwaves are interacting with the water in the food that you put in the microwave to heat it up. Okay, we can see that. Now, some of the waves can pass through walls too, but we do know that visible light can't do that. Now, as I was thinking about this too, I was thinking about light and faith, right? Because we have all these amazing technological wonders that work on these light waves that we can't even see, right? We have pretty good proof that they're there because they work, but I imagine those first scientists had to have faith in what wasn't seen in order to create the technology. And then I was also thinking about too, this idea that at the same time, it is up to us to make sure that our channels of communication with the unseen aren't getting blocked by other waves of interference. Like we have a lot of distractions and sometimes that can block the light and it's easy to get confused. Another thought I had on this one too, was that um, the concept of karma, we get that from Hinduism and Buddhism um, and karma just basically means that whatever you send out, you get back. Okay. And that's also known as the golden rule. Um, now, often in our culture, we'll use the word karma when somebody does something bad or we don't like, or it's unethical or dishonest. And so we'll say, oh, well, karma will make sure they get what they deserve. Right. But at the same time, it also applies to the good that we do and the light that we send out. Right. So light is electromagnetic, and so it attracts more light. Um, okay, science point number four is about visible light. So how can we see the light waves that we do see? Um, so thinking back some years ago, my family toured a cave, right? And one thing, if you've been in a cave, you probably know this, the cave's or the guides like to turn off all the lights when you're wading down into the cave. They want, they tell you first to turn off any source of light, like your flashlight, your phone, maybe your watch, anything that could have light at all. And then they turn off all the lights. And of course, it immediately gets pitch black. And we kind of tend to think that our eyes are going to adjust so we can see kind of the dim outlines and stuff, but they never will. And why is that? is because our eyes need light in order to be able to see. So when there is a light source, the light just travels in your eyes and your brain interprets that signal as light. Of course, the more common way to see light is, um, or to see things is by reflected light, right? Because if you look at the light source directly, that's pretty bright usually for our eyes. So usually when you can see things around you, it's because the light's reflecting off that object and that bounces into your eyes. And that's what your brain interprets as light. If there is no light source, we can't see. We literally cannot see and we'll simply perceive the color of black. Black is defined as the absence of light. Okay, so in the cave, we can't see because there is no light at all. If you could see dim outlines in a dark room, 
then there must be a source of light somewhere. Of course, light is such a big metaphor for our own lives and in religions for being able to see things clearly, right? Like we even have a language for this. We say we feel enlightened when we understand something. You know, it, if we're studying something and all of a sudden we get it, we say, oh, that we just shine a, I, I don't know how to do my tenses here. We can shine a light on the subject. There we go. <laughs> and, you know, we talk about vision for the future. That means that we can see into the future clearly because we have light in our lives and hope. Okay, so another interesting fact about light, number five, is that all objects produce light. Okay, so you remember Einstein said everything is energy? I, you know, for some reason, we tend to think that objects are dead and only human animals and insects are living. But really, everything is energy because everything can, can create electromagnetic waves or have, have electromagnetic waves in them. So if you look at your kitchen stove burner, say it's just sitting there, it doesn't look alive, doesn't really look like it has energy or whatever. If you turn it on, then of course it gets hotter, um, but soon it gets so hot it will glow red, right? The element was producing light the whole time, you just couldn't see it at the lower temperatures. The light was at lower or at a wavelength you couldn't see, right? Um, just as an interesting side note to that too, there's also really cool photography that allows you to see all those um, waves if you take a, or in the infrared spectrum, if you take pictures with a thermal camera. Um, so I was thinking about this too, like how does that apply to my life too? It's like, as humans, we're, we're giving off all these electromagnetic rays all the time or waves. Um, but one way we give off light is really through our emotions, okay? And you've probably felt what we call the more heavy emotions like anger or frustration or, or depression. And you probably felt the lighter emotions like happiness and joy, contentment and peace. And isn't that interesting? We call them lighter because we feel lighter, more light, now, of course, we can't totally see those emotions, right? But sometimes we can see them a little bit through body language, but people can hide that, okay? But we can definitely feel them. They're there, even though we can't see them. Now, in the electromagnetic wave spectrum, they all have different frequencies and wavelengths, and that determines whether we can see them or not. And emotions are similar too, where they have different frequencies, and that determines how we feel, like light or heavy, really. So the thing is, you know, we say all objects have energy and they do because we can see it now with our, our cameras, even though we don't see it every day. But unlike these inanimate objects as human beings, we can choose the frequency of light that we have that we're inside of us and that we're sending out. You know, and I mentioned this earlier too, we've all met light happy people and we've probably also all been around people that seem to drain the energy and light out of us. 
And really, I personally believe that's why we're here on earth. It is to gain more light and to choose to produce more light in this world. Recently, I reread this article by Larry Lawrence about light that I'd read a while ago, but I like to read periodically because it's such a good reminder. But this is what he says in it. He says at the very beginning of the article, would you be surprised to learn that your success in life depends on how much light you gain while you are here? Success is not about how much money you make or how many medals you win or how much fame you achieve. The real objective of our existence is to gain light. And I just thought that was such an interesting way to put this because, you know, a lot of us are like, why are we here? And, you know, we, we know we, we got to progress to feel good, but it's to gain light. Okay. Then he goes on to say, our physical bodies grow bigger when we feed them nourishing food. Our spirits grow brighter when we feed them light. Okay. So how, how do we know how to gain this light? Right. Then he goes on to quote from first John one five, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So I think, you know, the more that we can become like God, the more light will be in us. And that's the real test of our lives. The more we can think, feel and act like he does, the more light we will have. But we also have other ways to, um, to figure this out too. So how, how do we know how to gain this light? I believe that we were given that light at birth. And I mentioned that at the beginning that we were all born with light in, in us. And that's what I believe. That's what my religion believes. And so do many other religions believe this too. And it's that light that gives us life. Um, unlike just the electromagnetic waves in inanimate objects, right? So we have that extra thing as human beings. And that light is our conscience. We know and can recognize more light when we are in tuned into the frequency of our conscience because more light literally resonates with us. And resonate really just means that the frequency of the waves sink. They don't cause the interference like my radio and microwave waves do. And so when we find truth, it resonates with us. And it's good. And then we can make those choices that are good for our bodies, good for our spirits, that will bring more goodness and light into our lives. So that's another place where it just attracts to us and we're attracted to it. When we discover those truths that will bring more light and goodness into our lives, we will also attract more light and goodness. So, um, Another interesting science fact here about how LED lights work is that the photons are literally all attracted into one point or one place so you can have a focused beam of light, right? And they don't have to get all hot in order to shine the light, unlike our um, incandescent light bulbs. And so it is with us that as we all start bringing more light to the world by doing good, and following our conscience and making those good choices, we attract more light into our own lives, but we also get this focused beam of light with all of us who are trying to do good, which is awesome and a wonderful thing and so needed in this world that can seem so dark and depressing and scary and frightening. 
know? So I would love to invite you all to think of ways that you can reach out to bring more light into your life and to show your light to others because it all works together because light is really the only thing that can eliminate the darkness and cast out the fear. Light is really what gives us hope. And, you know, if you think about it, is the darkest months of the year, what if we didn't have any lights? It would be kind of depressing, wouldn't it? And this is also really what I mean when I talk about following the hero's journey, because it starts with the call to action. And a true call is always going to be something that is going to bring more light to the world. So uh, thank you for listening. And I would love to hear how you're sharing light and how you're teaching your kids to share their light and how you're gaining more light and how you're recognizing light. So feel free, contact me on Facebook or send me an email at molly at buildingheroesacademy.com and let's build heroes together and light the world together. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.